Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Call from... Alan. Alan! 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 Hello? Tell me everything, Alan. You know, Alan took a chance. Alan told me everything he was comfortable with telling me, which is nothing. And that's fair. Audrey. Oh my God. Hi. <laughs> How are you, Audrey? I'm all right. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm cool and I'm, um, can... I'm over I can... here. I can see that. You look real chill. I love the Christmas tree. Oh, thank you so much, Audrey. That's so nice of you to say. I, I, I stole it off the internet myself. That's a great way to go about it. Um, so what are you up to, dude? You seem like a good person. Have we ever spoken before? No, we have not. <laughs> how does it, um, how does it feel? It I, my heart is racing. <laughs> oh, I've been okay. watching your stream for a bit now. I'm really excited oh, really? to be on. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, dude! I'm I'm glad when people who've watched for a long time but haven't gotten on finally get on, dude. I'm really, I'm so really excited. Get into the weeds. I have a question there, for you this evening, Audrey. Oh, yes. What's the question? Um, have uh, you know? Look, it's Christmas time, right? And yep. now's a good time, I think, for us to uh, you know sort of evaluate the self and mm. you know determine whether or not we have been naughty or nice. So I have a question for you, Audrey. Have you been naughty or nice this year? Um, you know, I'm boring. I've been really nice. <laughs> I've accomplished some goals, did uh, did some good things, very happy about it. Okay, what have you accomplished? Well, um, I started my first year of college. It's been eight years since I've been in school, and really happy about that. I was really scared of school for a long time. I kind of didn't go to school before, so this is really cool. Why, why were you scared of school? Because uh, I didn't go to school. <laughs> I was like technically homeschooled, but I basically just taught myself everything. So are you are you eighteen um, or are you like you just graduated? I'm tw- I'm, high school? I'm twenty I'm twenty six now. Okay, word. Actually, I turned twenty six on the twenty sixth. 
I'm 25. Why, why were you, why were you avoiding? Why were you avoiding going to college? Uh, because I had never been in a classroom before, and uh, uh, okay. it was very intimidating. And I just didn't um, feel smart. <laughs> but now I finally feel smart, so that's really cool. Well, so you, so you, you, so you were homeschooled your entire life. Yeah. Well, uh, is there a particular reason why? Because uh, my parents were very religious, and they thought public school was uh, full of demons. It's confusing. Okay. It's very complicated. No, no, no. I mean, look, that's that's a legitimate reason. By the way, public look, public school is filled with demons, but <laughs> th- but dealing with those demons is a necessary part of 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 your growth. So d- just because public school is filled with demons, that's a legitimate. Opinion to have, but not. I don't think it's a good thing to avoid. I think dealing with those demons is is, is part of uh, part of self development. But well, I I um, wish I had a I wish I had a chance. I, I did not get the chance back then. <laughs> are you Are you religious now? No, not not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Um. So what? I mean, what was going on between eight? You know, eighteen to twenty-six. Why? What? Uh, what were you doing? You were in, Were you like working? I was working. I've been working. I've been working as a nanny for eight years, okay. and uh, I just kind of had to run away from home for a while and figure myself out. <laughs> what was like the spark that got you? You know, I mean, after eight, after eight years, you know, there, what, what was the thing that sort of got you like, all right, I'm going to go to school? Well, uh, it took me a long time to kind of build up the confidence to feel like I could be educated. I, I have a lot of uh, confidence issues with that. So it took me a long time. And I think the thing was is that I lost my job due to COVID and uh, I had some money set aside. And I was like, you know what? I, I think it's time to do something new. Interesting. So, but so, okay, and then the COVID was another thing I was going to mention because are you are you going to in person school? I have no idea what's going on with that. Yeah, no, it's all online. I'm really okay. really thankful for that. So all really online. Thankful for that. Yeah. No, I liked it. A lot. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm a little scared of people. I'm a little. I know you're scared of people, but I, I, th- I th- to me, I thought that was the whole thing. I thought the whole thing was your this triumphant moment of you being like, you know what. I'm going to face oh. my fears and I'm going to go into the classroom. And, and, you, know. you know, that was the plan. <laughs> that yeah. was the plan. I think I was like planning on, I was planning on taking a couple classes and was like, yes, I'm ready to be in a classroom, ready to have a teacher. That is going to be a new thing for me. Um, yeah. And then COVID happened and then everything was online, but still the educating thing was a, a big part of it all. What are the, what are the main things that you hope to get out of school? Um, I know this is kind of weird, but I want to learn how to be taught, you know, like I want to learn how to, uh, I had to learn so much for myself, like, cause I had to teach everything to myself growing up. And so it's kind of nice to know that there's, I, I don't know, somebody who has qualifications <laughs> to teach me. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just, uh, I, I hope that I get out of it, like a willingness to learn more. And, um, yeah, that's, I, I think that's the main thing. Who taught who taught you when you were in homeschool? Was it like literally your parents? Me, don't they? My you? myself. My brother didn't know how to read, so they spent a lot of time focusing on him. 
So I basically had some thing where like, I I have no idea how this works. You know how this works. Of course, you know how this works more than I do. Isn't there a thing where like there's a legal requirement for someone of a license, someone to teach you something? Uh, it's it depends on state to state. Um, I I don't know if I should disclose where I live, but like my state is has no regulations when it comes to homeschooling. So really? basically, yeah. So some states, right? They don't have homeschoolers can gather. My state homeschoolers can gather. So there was like connections and things for homeschoolers to attend. But I also didn't have to take any state standardized testing. So uh, some states do have that. How did you get into college if you didn't have any? What what did you apply on the basis of? I guess, well, I'm going to community college, so I guess you just need to have some money. Uh, I actually just found out that my high school, I don't have a diploma. I actually just found that out this year. Can, I can, did not. Can you get into college? Can you get into community college if you don't have a diploma? You have like a GED I, or something? Uh, I mean, I, I apparently I did. So I guess it worked out. I actually, I'm going through all these courses. I'm planning to apply to their nursing program. And the reason I found out that my high school transcript doesn't work is because I need an accredited transcript to get into the nursing program. So after all of this college I'm going to go through, I then have to get my GED to apply. Okay, so you don't need a GED to go to community college, but you need it to get into the nursing program. Yes. So you're doing it kind of backwards. Yeah, it's real weird. I didn't know that you can get into community college without a high school diploma. I mean, I'm doing it. That so, like, if you could just so if you wanted to, you don't even have to fucking go to elementary school. You could just start <laughs> at community <Okay>. college. <laughs> it might be different in different states because, like, my community college has a specific thing when you apply. It says like, did you graduate from public school, GED, or homeschool? And you just gotta click that option. And they're like, I guess that's good. <laughs> Okay, so if you tell them they're homeschooled, then they're like, "All right, we you we'll give you a pass because." Yeah, I guess were... so. It's it's real weird. People move to my state just to homeschool their kids because it's so lax. What? Um, what was I gonna say? What? Uh, what's your relationship like with your parents now? Don't talk to them. You don't talk to them. No, they're terrible. <laughs> well, when's the last time it's you spoke sad. with them? Uh, spoke to my mom. Haven't talked to my dad in over two years. My mom, I keep in touch with every once in a while. So I talked to her kind of recently. We go, we go up and down. Uh, how how does that is that something that you 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 grieve about or? You mm, know? Grieve, grieve. I've done a lot of grieving about that. I think that's the basically the thing that like cut off me and my parents as I came out as gay, and they were like. uh no, that is satanic and kicked me out of the house. So that was just a bunch of trauma and stuff. But um, I had to grieve. You're right. I had to grieve. And I did. I let myself do that. And uh, I think I'm in a better place now because of it. Of course. Yeah. Um, well, that I mean, that's great that you were able to sort of form your own life after after you know, your parents weren't able to necessarily give it to you. Yeah, I got a good chosen family. I have a great girlfriend who I've been with for five years. She's been my rock. For five years, you say? Yeah, five years. What, have Has she ever met your parents? 
couple times. Very briefly. We've known each other since we were 12, so uh, ah, okay. they've, she's like, we've kind of, she's kind of met them, but not really. Uh, what, what was, what was that like? When, when, when did you come out to your parents? When I was 18, 18 or 19. What was that like? Awful. Really bad. I was, I had already moved out of their house because, uh, some other shit was going on and was living with a different church family. And when I came out to them, um, that family then told me, if you act, think on, or be gay we will kick you right back out so i kind of had to go back in the closet and um it was an awful awful time in my life <laughs> but I, I got through it no that's that's uh, so good that you got out of that you know yeah it's so it's so annoying that like you know fucking people are like that yeah <laughs> they told me I was going to lead people to hell. There was a, I was involved. It, it was a cult, right? My family was in like a cult. And uh, there was a guy that people would come up to us because they believe they had like gifts of visions and stuff. And he came up to me and he was like, after I came out and he was like, I had a vision that you were going to lead people into a portal to hell. So that really broke my brain for a while. He had a vision that you were going to lead people into hell. Yeah. Yeah. He like, um, it was it was a wild vision. It was like people they were totally fine, and then you were leading them through this portal, and they came out all scabby with scars, and um, they thought that they were okay, but they're actually not because of you. You're leading them to hell, and it was like a like a metaphor for gayness. Well, that's kind of badass, right? When you think about it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you turn it around. <laughs> kind of cool <laughs> yeah 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 um that's cool i mean that's kind of like what like you know heavy metal and shit is to me it's like taking this stuff that's supposed to be bad and owning it as like no this is actually fucking yeah. cool i'm leading motherfuckers into hell right now you you better fear me <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's pretty cool um what what okay so so if you knew you knew was it a community or was it just you? You were like the house down the street that was religious that no one talked to. Was it? Because I'm curious about your girlfriend. Was your girlfriend from the similar community? No, no. We. Uh, she was not. She did not grow up religious. Thank God. She. Uh, her parents were atheists. But um, it, yeah, it's weird how we met. A girl from my church invited me to one of her sleepovers, and I met my future girlfriend there. But she went to school with this other girl. So, yeah, my family, we lived out in the boonies. Uh, we didn't celebrate Halloween. So, you know, like, we didn't talk to anybody from the community. Mm -hmm. But, like, the cult, though, that was the only thing we knew. Okay, so it was, so this was a cult. My parents were in a cult, yeah. It's it's mm -hmm. a little complicated. What sort of, I mean, this, this was, they weren't just like super real. What, what sort of traditions did they have that you think separated them from just being a f f fucking crazy church to being like, this is a cult? Um, well, there's a couple characteristics of cults, right? Like the um, cults want you to stop talking to your family members. So my family yeah. had cut off all communication from their family. There's like a thing called love bombing. And that's where when you like you do the right thing, they like really praise you. So like my like my parents were into like this very like you know spiritual kind of like shaking on the floor sort of worship service. 
I got into that because that's what I was told to do. So uh, a lot of like weird spiritual visions, spiritual warfare, demon fighting shit. It was weird. My parents like anointed the doors if they thought that uh, evil was going to come in the house. Anoint, I guess that to anoint a door. They, like, they would like take oil and anoint the door if they like, especially during Halloween, because they thought that like demons would come in. So they would like anoint the doors with oh, oil they and like pray in tongues. Trick or treaters. Yeah, <laughs> I remember kids throwing eggs at our house because we would never give oh. them candy. <laughs> My parents would lock us in the basement, actually, for Halloween. We would anoint the doors, Jesus and then they'd Christ. lock us in the basement. <laughs> I just, now that you say it like that, it, it, it makes me uh, rethink some things. But, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a ter- Halloween is a terrifying moment for, um, you know, strictly religious households. Because demon, because cause look, normally if you think that demons are going to show up at your door... You're you're crazy, but on on Halloween, there might there. there might be demons showing up at your door. <laughs> They're That's there. Terrifying. They are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what are you? What are you? What are you trying to be? Trying to be a nurse? You said you're going to nursing school. Yeah, going to trying to apply to the nursing program. So if I fail okay. all my biology classes, I'll have to do something else. But uh, we're going to try not to do that. Well, you look, whatever you do, you know, you're, you're going to kill it, my friend. What, what did you say your name was? Oh, my name is Audrey. Audrey. Well, listen, Audrey, thank you. Thank you again for calling in and, uh, you know, be- best of luck in school, my dude. Congratulations thank on you. escaping the cult. Thank you. Thank you so much for talking with me. You've really made my night. I oh, appreciate you, Gag. Thank you for calling in. You have a good rest of the night, Audrey. Yeah, you too. Good night. Good night. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. 
Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. Liquiddeath.com gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Call from... Solo. Solo, Soto. Yes. What's, you know, are you from somewhere? You say you have an accent of some kind. Oh, uh, yes. I'm from England. Oh, fuck yeah, man. I heard that there's a coronavirus strain that's muted. It's mutating in England. And that we're yes, all going to glad, die. Yes, gladly I'm not there right now, yeah. That's cool. Wait, why'd you, what made you leave England? Uh, well, I originally went to go teach English in Singapore. And I met some very cool people. I met uh, my current roommate now. We live together in New York. Uh, his name nice. is Yusuf. Nice. You are now, uh, you guys met in Singapore. You said teaching English. Yes, both of us. Yes. Did you did you do the whole crazy? Let's go to uh, hostels and go see the world and you know die and all that stuff before we you know go to see all the world. No, no, not really. Uh, we did take a little bit of a. A little bit of a trip over to uh, China, as well as nice. Taiwan. Nice. But nice. That, heard, that, that's pretty much the only thing Taiwan. we did. Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful place. Yes, uh, we we didn't even go to the north where they have the uh, well, they have that really big city, uh, Taipei. But we, uh, we we went more to the east where there were mountains. Tell me, tell me about the day you met Joseph. Joseph, tell me, tell me what your first impression of him was. Uh, Yusef, uh, he's a very interesting bloke, yeah? Um, he, he came into the school after I did, about four months after I did, and we were, we were pretty much the only ones who had very, very proficient English, you know? Uh, people from that area of the world, uh, they wanted to go over to Singapore. Most of the, uh, most of the, what is it, English people and all the Americans, they want to go more, t- more towards, uh, say, China and all that. In Japan, but Singapore was an option more for English people, I guess. And uh, we we just became very good friends, you know. Uh, we invited, uh, well, not we. Uh, I invited him over 
to uh, my place and we just got to know each other a little better. Nice. And and now you guys have a blossoming American relationship. You guys are a couple. Of, where's Yusuf from? Uh, I do believe that he's also from England. Uh, very different part than me, though. Um, I'm from more more of the uh, central part of England. He's from the south. Well, well, well. Listen, look. Now that we've gotten all cordial, now that we've gotten to know each other, I, I, I now that we've established a, a rapport in which you know, I get the sense that you trust me and that you're willing to tell me everything and that you'd be willing to die for me. And I'm happy that we've progressed this okay. far into our relationship. And now that we have, and now that you know we trust each other so deeply, I want to know from you, what is what is your greatest nightmare? Now, by nightmare, do you do you mean like? Your living nightmare. Your, I, mm. like I am on Earth. This is my living nightmare. Because uh, I would have to say that it is uh, children in a restaurant um, being very, very loud. Mm. So your nightmare is, is is being in a restaurant with a lot of loud children. Yes. Would you ever have? Are you planning to have children at some point in your life? I haven't really thought about it all too much. Uh, but I, I mean, mostly, you know, you're in a restaurant and you're trying to enjoy yourself, uh, rather well. This happens way too much in America, truth be told, but you're sitting there and there's a family, you know, they, they have parents, but they're little kids, uh, okay. and they're just screaming and crying, uh, kicking everywhere And the parents, they, they aren't doing anything to stop it. It's like, my goodness. It's terrible. So if, I mean, so if you were, if you were a, uh. Uh, if you had kids, you would, you know, whip whip them into shape and shit. Oh yes, whip them into shape, Me- metaphor glue, of course. I would never, I guess, strike them or anything. That's nice. No, you seem like you seem like you're above that. Would you Would you ever hit your kids, Lyle? Would I ever hit my kids? I don't. know. Maybe if they were hitting me first. Maybe if they had a weapon of some kind, if I had to defend Perhaps myself, like a, base, a, a baseball bat. Yeah, if I if I had to defend myself, I absolutely would. I can see it. You know, whatever I, holds up. I very much respect it. Yes. Um. Well, what about your What about your 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 you know subconscious nightmare? Uh, this sounds very weird because uh, I do have a girlfriend. But okay. I don't want to die alone. And I, I realize that that is very cliche, but uh, I've had buddies go down the pipe all the time. They have, uh, they have ladies of, them, of their own. And uh, it, it's all been going very well for them or whatever. But then just, just later down, in, down the line there, uh, they, uh, they just lose it. And then they never have a girlfriend again. We're pretty much at that age, you know, where if you aren't settling down, then... Uh, you're not going to be keeping them for very long. Mm-hmm. Do you want to settle down? I think it'd be very nice. Yes, I I, I don't know where exactly I would. Uh, j- just because I, I I do think that I do want to see a little bit more of the world before I do that. However, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just scared that I won't get to that point uh, with this wonderful woman that I'm dating. She's truly wonderful. How how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? How old am I? Uh, 27. Yeah. 27. 27 is still pretty young. There's a lot of room for you to go and see shit. 
but uh you know i also i also think it depends on like what kind of uh what kind of person you know you get your gal is right like if you have you know i'm sure all the things that you know you want to do before you settle down and have 10 screaming restaurant children i'm sure she wants to do stuff like that too you know possibly um so you know, there's there's room for that. If if the if the if the charts align for you to go take some trips, for you to go fuck around in uh, all these all these places, do these things that you want to do before you, you know, uh, uh, before you you settle down. But if not, <laughs> you know, at least you're living whatever life it is that you chose. And hey. You can also you can always get divorced if you need to. I guess that's true. However, it's it's kind of a weird option, don't you think? Because you go this whole time and you say, "All right, I'm going to kick, I'm going to commit to you." Yes. Um, and then you just you just crush that. You just crush that in your hand. It's true. But, uh, no, you I, never I, look. I you never want to. You never want to go into it with that. But right, yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I think too many people go go into it right now with um, like oh, oh yeah I can get married and then if if things don't work out then I can just you know take the ring back and we can go through all of that uh, fun little courtship and uh, my goodness I, I I don't know how you could really put another person through that except for when it's obviously very very mutual but damn you know. You're. I could tell you're. A, you're. A, you're. A, you're a very wholesome guy. You, you definitely. I could tell you. You. You do a lot to please other people. Maybe. Maybe true? yes. Maybe to a fault. Do you think so? Do you think that's to a fault? Yes. In what ways do you think it's to a fault? Hmm. I suppose, if I can put this broadly, please. That, um. You're, you're given this platter of opportunities, correct? Like, yeah. be it romantic, educational, um, vocational, all of that. Um, and there are other people around you who are also going to be grabbing from it. Uh, I tend to be the more conservative one who doesn't take more than, say, two pieces of sushi off of that mm-hmm. tray. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and I just kind of let, let everybody else step over me and I'm, I'm a little bit too nice about all of that why do you feel like but so okay so in this in this in this sort of analogy are you not taking uh more than two pieces of sushi because you're trying to leave some sushi for for other people you know do you do you what what is i do i do suppose that is the question uh, it, it, and like, why am I not taking more? And uh, a, a phrase I've learned here, which I think is just absolutely magnificent, is chase the bag. I think that is hilarious. Chase I love imagining bag. somebody cha- chasing this bag of whatever yeah. it is that they're chasing. You know, <laughs> to, get, to get the paper, to get the paper, you know, get the money. You know, you ch- chase, chase after money. There's an, there's an expression. Um, there's, there's, there's an expression out there, you know, uh, uh, you won't. You might you might lose money chasing women, but you won't lose women chasing money. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that that's one to think about. <laughs> what in what other ways do do you do you think? 
I want to know. I want like a like a like a. Oh yes. I want an, exa- I want an example of a time a time in which you feel like you you sacrificed yourself than mm. your desire you what you wanted for the sake of someone else. All right. Um, let's take it back to Singapore. Um, okay. When I was still teaching there, uh, there was this lady in the school, you know. Yeah. And of course, we we had to fancy each other, and as as it naturally happens, and then uh, after about five months of being together let, let's just round up to six but after after about half a year together um she started to get a little bit more uh, demanding on certain things that uh she wanted out of, uh, out of the relationship like uh moving in together sa- saving money and stuff and that's not something that i'm uh, quite comfortable doing uh however uh, it, she got really really pushy on that and it's not that i said i would I, I don't want to like settle down with this woman for the rest of my life or anything it's just I allowed her to push me out of my comfort zone and we moved in briefly. We we signed an eight month lease because that was how long my teaching contract was still staying up. Okay. Uh, and so we signed up into that and then not even a month into living there, uh, she decided to break things off. So not, not even me, it was, it was her uh, who broke off the relationship there. And it was, um, it was, it was frankly devastating. So, so you, so you were pressured in the, so she pressured you in the first place into moving in with her, but then, and then while you were, and then eight months into it, you, she, she broke up with you. Yes. How do you think she was able to, pre- why, why did, why was she so adamant about you guys moving in together? Uh, she, she wanted to save money. Uh, she, she was one of the newer teachers there. I was, I was already a teacher for, uh, two years at that point, uh, so I guess I was already a little bit more well off, and I did live with people my first uh, year. Oh, were you and a half. were you pay, were you paying all the rent? Um, I, I guess we kind of prorated it. She she took about uh four hundred of it, and then I took the six hundred if we're going out of a thousand example. Okay. Mm. I don't. I You use the U.S. dollar, yes. Mm-hmm. The the what? U.S. U.S. dollars, yes. Yeah, yeah you, you use U.S. dollars or. Okay. Well, and we call them Gek bills where I am, but oh, Gek bills, yeah, <laughs> in, in Gekland. <laughs> Sorry, that was stupid. I, you know, look, sometimes I want, you know, I, I try, I, I, I don't know how much of what I'm doing is me being a character, and sometimes I add lore to it. But I think that just now that was that that wasn't that wasn't rhythmic. That was just felt kind of stupid. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Look, we're gonna move past that. Yeah, I should. Okay, so she was paying. So she, so you had a sixty forty agreement. Correct. Is this something you want to change about yourself? Like, do you you, you want to feel like you can you want you want to what what was it? What how was she able to convince? How was she able to convince you to do it? That truly is the age old question. Um, I I don't necessarily know because that was always something that I stayed steadfast uh, steadfast on, uh, pretty much the entire time. Uh, when I when I was back home, there was also another uh, there was also another lady who was trying to uh, get me to do something along the same lines there, but um, I don't know. Eventually, she just kind of swooned me into it. It was nothing like it was nothing R rated or anything. It was just kind of <laughs> a, a, after a certain point of her nothing R R rated. She didn't 
she 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 wasn't like holding. She wasn't like, hey, if you move in, we'll have sex a bunch. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That that was of very little concern to me. Okay. Hmm. You're so you're you're a you're a pure guy. You're not you're not driven by. You don't seem driven by money or lust. Or oh, I appreciate. I, mean, what, I appreciate it. actually. Uh, money is something I guess that I do love a little bit more than I should. If uh, okay, if you're one of those Bible people, but what what drives you, my friend? What drives me? Um, mostly, I will I will live for my friends, and I will die for my friends. Okay, uh, your relationships are important to you. Yes, very much so. And the what is it? Uh, I guess romantic side of those relationships, they, they, those don't necessarily weigh too much on me or anything. It's more so just having a relationship with somebody because people are so different and they're so magnificent, All every single one of us, that it would just be a wasted opportunity to kind of leave a relationship behind with somebody. You know, I actually have a lot, I have a lot of respect for that mentality. I really do. I think that, you know, you, you, you hold, look, our relationships with other people on the planet Earth is, is, is definitely something to be held sacred, for sure. But I, I think it is also, you know, and to, it, it, it's hard because I, I really do believe that and you're really doing a, a you know, a bang up job of that, but at the same time, you don't want to hold them so sacred that you're neglecting your own needs. Because right, sometimes, because sometimes you can't afford to drop a couple people. I mean, there's seven billion people. You know, not all your relationships with all of them can't be worth dying for. Yeah, you're right. You're right, and it's that's something that I actually came to came to realize in a bit of the uh, silence there is that just um th there are definitely people who are going to try to take advantage of you and i try to put that at the very back of the list for pretty much everybody i, li I like to give people the benefit of the doubt but i and i do think that that is where my problem comes in you know i, I kind of let people push me around because I want them to succeed. I, w I want to see them uh, grow in a relationship with me as well. Um, how do you feel? How, what's your relationship like with yourself? With myself? I, I would say it's very good. And I, I started therapy about a couple months ago because I was going nice. through, um, I, I was going through some trouble with my, uh, with my family, but I, I guess we don't need to get into that. Um, but after, especially after getting into therapy, um, mm -hmm. I saw a lot of positive things come out of that because my, th my therapist was telling me about you, how my feelings are still valid and everything. Yes. Um, and it, it, and it's not something that people can take from you, you know, it's not something I people can take from you. Right. That, that, that's something that I guess I struggled with there for a second because there were manipu there were manipulative people around me, um, mm. but after after she was there to help me with, um, you know your your feelings are uh, valid. You're allowed to feel this way. Uh, how you react to it is where um, is where everybody else 
can either be helped or they are or they're going to get hurt in some way basically i'm paraphrasing what she said she she was spectacular in um in delivering that to me but mm-hmm. uh, i can i can't do it justice at all mm-hmm. you know it, it i do i do feel like do you, do you do you feel like before you were I know you said you're dating someone but do do you feel like you ever had an at like a good period of time in your life where you were able to develop a relationship with just yourself and really get into being alone? Hmm. I imagine the only time for that would be during say primary or something mm-hmm. primary school. I feel um, like that's something that's happening a lot that people are sort of being forced into now with uh with quarantine. Oh yes, yes. There, there were also, I, I guess, now that you point that out, that there, there were times where we were just, uh, me and Yusuf, we we were here in our apartment and we couldn't go see anybody because uh, the streets are up to abandon in in NYC, and I guess I guess that was both a negative time but also a very positive time. Because I did get that time with myself finally. Because, uh, as you can tell, I'm probably, as you can probably tell, I'm a very uh, social guy. I like to put myself out there. But, That's good. Um, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying, and and definitely sometime during all this COVID business, I I did get some time for introspection. Oh, fuck. Ah, oh, shit! He's still there. Ah, oh, damn! I lost. I can't hear. You yeah. Now. Oh, sweet. Okay, amazing. Sorry, so sorry, man. I, 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 I got a FaceTime call. I couldn't hear what you, what you said just now. Oh, no problem. So you should be pissed at me. No, no, I shouldn't. It, it's a, it's a very understandable problem. No, it is. I know. Um. <laughs> and so your therapist was, was, was helpful. Yes, absolutely. I would, uh, and I, I, I do realize that the therapy in your in your title is perhaps for jest, but um, yes. tr- truly, people seeking therapy should be not necessarily a number one priority, but definitely put it somewhere near the top of your list because it is a very helpful thing. Beautiful. Well, what, what did you say your name was? Uh. Solo. Well, everybody calls me Solo. My name is Solomon. Solomon. Well, Solomon, um, thank thank you again for calling in and uh, sharing your story with us, man. Everyone in the chat is going crazy about you. You, you should, you know, take some of your take some of your catchphrases and put them on uh, on t shirts. <laughs> I, I I will try that. I uh, appreciate you, Solomon. You have a good rest of the night, man. Yes, you too. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure is all mine, my friend. Hey guys, this is Lyle here. I, I stopped recording the intros because I asked for feedback on them and I was told that they are not necessary, which was the greatest thing anyone could ever told, tell me because I don't like recording them. So this is a win-win. But I am here to tell you that this podcast does not currently have any sponsors, but if you enjoy the show and you want to support and you want to make it easier... 
for me to do this in the future, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Lyle Forever. Patreons receive access to the exclusive Patreon Discord and exclusive streams and all other stuff and the ability to help me eat food and live in a place. So yeah, if you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash L-Y-L-E-F-O-R-E-V-E-R. You can also consider buying a souvenir from the Therapy Gecko merch store, www.therapygecko.com. And that's enough for the ads. Let's get back into the program, baby. Call from... Brant. Brant? Uh, like Kobe. Like Kobe? Yeah. What's your nightmare, Bryant? What's my name? Your nightmare. Oh, my nightmare. Oh, I'm awfully nervous for some reason. Oh. Um, it's a How scary question. I think that um, that's a good that's a good mind state to be in, though, when you're talking about your nightmares. You know, that should make you nervous. No, you know, you're talking about ghosts you. and shit. You know, ghosts. I don't know. Don't be nervous um, talking to me. I'm very weak. I, there's nothing about me that should pose any amount of a threat to anyone. I think I, I have a lot, but losing my penis is one of them, I think. Really? Yeah, or just not being able to use it because it's such a good, like, coping thing for me. Using your penis? Yes. In 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 what way do you cope using your penis? Um, you know, I would probably say over 99% masturbation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you, you fear losing the, the ability to, to masturbate. Yeah. Or just like any, anything, you know, like I heard a lot about the antidepressants and that can be one of them, um, or any kind of psychiatric medications really affect it so you know it there's a lot of different i've heard that i've heard that yeah but you know i mean what you know look even if if that went away let's say that went away let's say you couldn't do that anymore what would you what would you fill that time with because look, I know from experience, you know, you could, if some when you're when you're really going crazy, when you're really going at it, when you're like, you know, four or five times a day, you know, when it's when when the the peckers turning red, you know, it it it's a lot of time. It takes a lot of time to 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 ejaculate, and it's a lot of time that you could be spending doing other stuff. Yeah, I think I think just helping people would probably be. That's why I questioned whether or not God is real. Because if, if He got rid of my dick, I'd probably just like put effort into like being a good person, or like becoming a rocket scientist, or I don't know. So you're telling me that if you didn't jack off, you would dedicate your life to helping people and become a rocket scientist? <laughs> I'm one or the other. And look, that's I- not a bullshit. And look, I know you're laughing, but that's not a bullshit. I've had the same exact thought. I've had the same exact thought. I have mm-hmm. sat in post-ejaculate mind state thinking that if I 
did not have balls, I could be I could I could become a scientist of some kind. I could be an astronaut. I could go to space. I do believe that. So it's not a bullshit right. thought. My my library would become much more extensive. Um, it might be a more enjoyable life. I I think about God a lot, and I think about I think about like people who are paralyzed, and how could God allow something like this? And I think about, but I didn't. I'm not living their lives. You know, what kind of life are you living? What kind of life does God? What kind of connection does He have with you in those states? I I don't know. I'm just very intrigued by it. I'm, I've been learning a lot lately about myself and, uh, you know, a spiritual presence. And I hear you talk a lot about it. So I was, I was excited to talk to you. Where, where do you think God's place is in your life? Well, I know he doesn't want me to just be solely focused on me, you know, because that's, that's when the problems start. Yes. I know he doesn't want me to drink, and, and I know he doesn't want me to be depressed. Okay. He doesn't want you to make your life all about you. Is that so you? That's what you said? You don't want to live selfishly? Yeah. yeah so selfishness is the root of all my problems. It's interesting because I've never, I've never really taken the time to think about, you know, masturbation in, in the light of it being a, a selfish act, and I don't think it is, necessarily. But it, but, but, look, this sounds crazy, but masturbation is inherent. It's inherently masturbatory. That I don't think about a lot. But I don't know if it's if it's if it's selfish. Do you consider? Do you consider? Do you consider it selfish? You know, I like it so much that I don't even care what it is because <laughs> I'm not going to stop. I'm not going <laughs> to stop doing it until mm-hmm. I can't anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm getting older, you know, and okay. uh, you know, I'm not a, a spring chicken anymore. So, but it's still, I, I still keep it going, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, I, no, you're, you're explaining it, explaining it perfectly well, dude. Um, but you you said you've been str- you said you've been struggling to with with your idea of God now. Yeah, so you know, I I've been I've been in an AA like in and out for a while, and okay. um, just recently I got 128 days sober now and um they kind of tell you in the program is in the morning you get on your knees and you say the third step prayer and it's kind of like you ask god and i and i'm totally not buying any of this even though i've experienced like just good things start to happen but you kind of ask god be like you know take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those i would help and it's kind of like whatever you want me to do today I'm, I'm, I'll try to be receptive of it. Like, help me to be receptive of what you want me to do. And then things just started happening. Uh, you know, I lost my job. I was in the mental hospital, and 
in March and I just got a really good job. Um, you know, the, my relationship with my girlfriend has gotten a lot better. Like, and I, I don't like sleep all day and you know, I didn't get out of my bed for like a year. I was so freaking depressed. Um, you know, I, a lot of people on here get put with a lot of medications and stuff like that. I hear I, I've been on, I've been on some pretty heavy antipsychotics and they are, well, they're, they're rough. They, they are hard. So anybody who's going through that, like, just know, just, you know, be patient. And, uh, but I've been through much and then I just started to do these, these, these prayers and I'm not buying it. Like I don't, I don't buy into God and, but these things just started changing for me. So I'm, I'm at a turmoil, you know, I'm at a, a crossroads or I don't know what to think anymore. Is it, you know, mm-hmm. is it some gimmick? Is it some kind of gimmick that if you just kind of play your life like that, I don't know how to explain it. A gimmick. What do you it, mean by gimmick? Religion, you know, God, you know, it's for the people that need it. <clears throat> you know, the people that can't handle life as is, they need to believe in something bigger yeah. so they don't go. I've, I've thought, I've, I've, I've sort of thought about that. You know, is it is it a gimmick? I mean, I, I, I don't think too long and hard about it because I don't, you know, look, if I'm not involved in a community, I don't, you know, I try not to judge or anything like that, but, uh, I can I can see where you're coming from. I mean, look, people like having something to believe in. I mean, does it serve you though? Does it does does having this belief, you know, serve you? I'm not believing in shit. I'm doing these stupid prayers. I mean, they're not stupid. It's a real powerful prayer. Okay, but so okay, so it's so it's serving you. Pray this, this you having these prayers and having these these beliefs and having the spiritual side of yourself is 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 providing you with value. You would say. Or it's just circumstance, or it's coincidence, or just the fact that I'm not getting drunk all the time, things are getting better. You know, what is sure? <laughs> but I'm talking. But, but but what do you mean? What do you mean by it's circumstance or it's or it's co? You think it's and saying it's it's coincidental that your life is improving at the same time you're doing these prayers? But I'm talking about the act the act of doing these prayers themselves. You know, forgetting about how they've influenced your life around you. I'm talking about the actual when you sit down to go pray or stand up or go to the bathroom or do whatever you do. How do you actually feel in that moment when you're doing it? Do you feel no. like it's helping you? No, it's more just like knocking off something off my checklist. Okay, so it feels like an obligation. It it feels like a requirement. Okay. (laughs) You know, that's, that's, I mean, because the people that are telling me what to do, you know, I I definitely look up to them. And, you know, I can really relate to what they've said. So I'm I'm putting my trust in what what they've done. So there's people that. that you look up to that have told you to, 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 to pray, and because you look up to those people, you'll tell them what to do, even if the actual act itself is not something that you're crazy about. It's, it, it's not, not that I'm not crazy about it. It's nothing that's too difficult. It's just that, is, do I need to include that to, to, to get, you know, to, to have the results that I'm having? I, I, well, is it that? Well, is it that? Does, does, you know, I, I was asking you if it provides any value, right? So now I'll ask: Is it detrimental to you in any way, shape, or form to do these prayers? Does it? Does it do? Does it do anything negative? You think? 
I think believing in something that's that's not real, I don't want to. I mean, I guess what's the worst that could happen? I I don't know. I mean, religion starts wars. I don't want to be a part of, of something that is okay. going to cause harm either. I I'd like to know. And I don't think I can, I mean, if God's real, he's not going to let me look at this like a scientist and, and not pray some days and try to figure out this equation. I don't know. Maybe he is. I feel like I'm a scientist. This, I just. I feel like this is now leaning into a territory of superstition. It's like, a, you know what I'm saying right now? Like, you know, you, you don't, you, you, you pray in the same way that someone avoids walking underneath ladders just because you know they 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 think it might fuck up whatever their equilibrium is i i I see what you're saying that that makes sense i just want to know if if god exists because it if he does man like i want to be all in you know but i don't think i but i don't i I think for you i don't think that you're seeking religion in, in in uh I, I don't I don't think that the benefit to you is the knowledge. You know the ben- the benefit is not I don't think in in the knowledge or in or in being on the winning team, right? The benefit is in the practice, I think. And if you are not finding the benefit in the practice, then it doesn't serve you. You that that's that's what that's sort of how I feel about religion in general. You're not aiming to be on the winning team. That's not a good reason to be religious, I think. But I do believe that if the practice of faith is beneficial to your life, then that's good. But again, you don't want to do it just because, just superstitiously, because thinking like, oh, if I'm wrong, then I'm on the losing team and I'm being damned in hell. You know what I mean? You you don't want to come at it from a place of fear, from a place of. I want to be all in just in case. You want to come at it from a place of I feel good when I pray. I feel good being a part of this. I feel good practicing this. I I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's just I I, I don't want to I don't want to go back to hell because that's where I felt like I was and. And and if I can become happy, I can help some people along the way. You know. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think you. That, that's that's the thing is I I think that these these all right. So you, as yourself, are going to be the one to go out into the world and help people and do these things that you want to do. And religion can be a tool to sort of fill your vessel, right? Only if it is beneficial to to you. But you're at the end of the day, you are the one that's going to go out and and you know be 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 helpful to other people. You know, and you don't you don't need anything to do that. You have yourself. You have you have currently in your possession everything that you need. To do what you want to do, if what you want to do is, you know, go out and, and, and help people. I don't think that you need anything else. You know, you don't you don't need to worry like, oh, if I'm wrong about believing in God, I won't be able to help people. You know, I, I think that's far fetched. You know, the I, 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 about, I hope I'm I hope I'm understanding you correctly. You know, it's 
the weird thing about my story is is that I've always wanted to help people. You know, I've always I've always wanted to not you know be depressed and overeat and 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 all these things where I can't function. You know, I can hold down a job, but I literally can't function. And I've proved time and time again that I'm literally powerless over this shit. So, so me, I'm learning that me on my own, I can't do this shit. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like, you know, you just make, you know, some people can just make a decision and get up in the morning and go do what they have to do. But I'm just like, I got nothing to offer. I got but there's nothing. Nothing, there's, a, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with needing help. And I and I, I get that the idea of AA is that you you know submit yourself to a higher power, but your high. But I, I I also am willing to believe that that higher power does not necessarily have to be God in the traditional way that you think about it. Like giving yourself up to a higher power, I I I, I think could, that could just mean like checking yourself into rehab, like you know going out to see counseling, you know seek seeking help. I don't believe in a, in a higher power specifically defined as believing in in god i think that's the whole why i like aa because it it definitely defines something greater than yourself it doesn't have to be any specific god religion or anything but it's it's just you know it's just kind of saying that you're not god you're not responsible for the moon and the stars are you because if you think that and i thought that you know i thought I get so freaking manic. I have, I have, I have thought I was God. I was Jesus. You know, the mania of it all, and it's a scary place to be in. Well, man, um, have you gotten help? Have you gotten, you know, gone to a counselor, gone to a real therapist that's not a gecko person? <laughs> Before that, I have done I have done lots of counseling before. Haven't had much help in um, the the therapy aspect. But like I said, this this one trick of the book, this this getting on my knees thing, seems to be the thing that really works for me. And it, again, like I said, if like I said, if it's working for you, it's working for you. You know, and and if yeah. the act of doing it is working for you, that's it. You don't have to. I think that's it. Right, I don't think you have to worry about whether or not it's real because the act of doing it is working for you. Oh, but my human nature wants to overthink it, though, and it's always gonna. I always got to question these things, man. Sure, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I, I that, that that's kind of what I, I I would say. I think you know, the act of doing it is working for you, and you know you can question. I think you can. I think you can question it in a more philosophical sense. On top of that. But I wouldn't re- fuck. But I wouldn't like replace the fact that it's working for you with wondering if it's real. I hope, I hope that made sense because I I I I I think you should take comfort in the fact that it's working for you. It's like okay, this is working for me, but I also have my own healthy doubts about whether or not you know God exists. Right. Yeah. It's still a work in progress. <laughs> you know, so, you know and, it's, and it's a day at a time. That's all I know. I just can't explain it. It is it, you can't explain it until you actually see the difference. And it's and I just I just don't know how to explain it. You know, I just. Uh, what did uh, you say your name was, man? 
Bryant. Well, listen, Bryant, uh, you know, thank you for calling in, man. And, uh, you know, be- best of luck to you. All right. Yeah. Don't, you, uh, great you know, don't work, drive man. yourself crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's a stretch, but I'll try. You take care, man. You have a good rest of the night. Yeah. Love, back. love you too, baby boy. Love you too. What is love? Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Call from B. 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 <gasps> Holy fuck. Oh my god. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy, dude. What's up with you? I'm what are you doing? Tell me everything. I'm on, a, I'm on a Discord call with my friends right now. Hold on. Let me leave the You're on a Discord so call with. Oh, you're on a Discord call with your friends? Yeah. Ronan and Damu. They got, uh, they got banned from the chat, I'm pretty sure. What the, what the fuck did they do? Why did they get banned from the chat? Um, I think they said, uh, come too many times. They got banned or they got timed out? Um, they got timed out and I think, I think Ronan got timed out and Damu got banned. So they've How been pretty naughty this year. How many times did they year. say come? Too, I, I don't know. Too many to count, I guess. But you know what? It was fine. We were laughing. We were having a good time. You haven't gotten banned from chat yet, have you? No, I haven't. I'm nice. They're naughty. Okay. Tell me. So I was, you know, I'm, I was going to ask you. Did you say Ronan is your name? Or Ronan no, is your no, friend's no. My name is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Gek. What's up? Tell me everything. 
do you think you were nice or naughty this year? Um, I'm not a great judge of character myself. You know, look, I know that um, I try not to do. A, I try not to make a lot of judgments because uh, only only uh, only a select few people can judge me. And I don't consider myself to be, I don't consider that to be, uh, myself to be on that list. Have I been naughty? Have I been nice? I mean, what does that even mean? What's your definition of naughty? Hmm. Maybe. You know what? I, I really don't have a good answer to that. And right now I'm feeling so hypocritical because most of the people who would call in and not also not know the answer, I'd be bitching at them right now. I'd I'd be on the Discord call with my friends and say, you should kick these people. Hmm. All right. So tell me about this Discord call with your friends. And I want I want what what, what is this your first night watching the stream? Oh no, I I I try to call in every single like every every other night. I'm. And you've never gotten in before. No, this is the first time. And you know what? Every time I always like prepare with like some funny story or something. I always prepare like for you to pick up, but this is the one time I didn't. Yep. Now you didn't prepare. Now you don't. You don't got shit, do you? Nope. I didn't you do anything. A, I, 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 look, I normally I stick to a thing, but it, well, I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? No, the, I'm. I don't have any naughty stories. That's the problem. I mean, like last night, I uh, actually stepped on a grave. Like a like a recently buried grave. That that what was. What were like you doing? Hanging out by a recently buried grave. Me and my friends went to a cemetery last night. <laughs> you you and your friends are fucking weird, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I I know I said I'm a judge, but. No, honestly, I think I think that just made my 2020. Like th- that was that was it. That was my highlight. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know you and your friends. I hope that they no, tell okay. tell your tell your friend to send an unban request, and if I'm feeling gracious, I'll unban him. Uh, dep- I have a number of I have a number in my head of acceptable amount of times to spam come in the chat, and if they're under that, we'll I'll let them back in. Okay, I will. I'll I'm curious right though. I'm curious though. I want to know what you say. Your name was I forgot your name. B. B. What, so you and so you said that if so you said that a lot of times people get in here and you bitch at them in the Discord. Yeah. Do you do you and your friends boring. in the Discord like do you like listen to the calls and like bitch about the callers? Yeah, yeah. Because now I basically you, I say pick me too much. I say pick me. Okay. Yeah, then yeah. I'll, I'll get you banned from chat. I, I don't like anybody that gets in the call that isn't me. That's that's the problem. Really, you don't like so any. I, you don't like anyone that gets in except for you. Yeah. So then I find something to complain about, and then we just have a conversation about why we don't like the caller. Who? Uh, who? Who have you been complaining about recently? Um, like everybody that's joined the call so far in the stream. Uh, the the hick guy, and then the last guy. I I almost fell asleep. I was so fucking bored. I needed my friend Ronan to remind me that you were about to hang up, so then I could spam the spam the line. But I, I don't understand. Two- but I don't understand this. How can you? How often do you watch the stream? Like every single day. I I watch when I like when I do my homework. I listen to the stream 
And then I listen to the podcast like every time they come out. But yet you hate all the callers. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Because I'm just so jealous, I guess. Well then, okay. So how do you feel? How do you feel now? Now do you? Now this is where I'm curious. Now having now been on the stream, now that you have called in, and you are mm-hmm. you're here, you are now you now have an opportunity for greater empathy, right? Because you know now what it is like to be on the stream. Yeah, you're right. I do. But like I said, this is the first time I haven't prepared. Like I always have some stupid story for whatever your question is for the night. Except for this. But yeah, I I do. No, I'm still going to judge. I'm not going to change. Because I want redemption now. Because I have to wait like probably months even years for me to like have something good to talk about and then also get accepted back into the stream. How do you feel about the idea? In fact, how do you feel about the, I mean, let's admit the certainty that people listening to your call right now are judging you. Oh yeah, they totally are. They're probably calling me a pick me girl, which you know what I am, but only when it comes to therapy gecko um probably complaining about how much i'm acting like a spaz right now there, there could be countless things but you know what do i care no okay i'm i'm looking forward to my friends bullying me tonight about how much i messed up the call or something they're gonna find something to make fun of me about do That's you, the only do you thing feel I- like you feel like you messed up the call if I'm not into the podcast, then yeah. That's your barometer <laughs> yep. is whether or not you make you make it into the podcast. Probably. Cause this is like the highlight of my twenty twenty. I I just wanna I just wanna be I feel like nobody it's it's rare that people call in and are funny and that's what I look for. So I just I'm sad that I can't fulfill the thing that I'm looking for. I think you might you might have been unintentionally funny. I think that this situation is I think that this topic is funny. You know, I'm really impressed with myself that I've even made it this far. You're viewing this I think you're viewing this too much as a game that in which there are winners and losers. Mm. Yeah, maybe, but but, at, but, like, at the same time, like, I just don't want to be super hypocritical. Like, I don't want to be, like, the people I'm making fun of. Well, you've, okay, well, then, then well, yeah, then you've, you've, you've failed at that. But yeah. I'm still <laughs> confused at how you're able to, I'm still confused at the appeal. Is it like, are you, like, hate listening to the stream? Like, you enjoy hating it? No, 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 no. So here's the thing is like, I enjoy listening to you talk and like what you have to say. And it's kind of funny to see your reactions with people sometimes. Like when I when I'm on the phone with Damu and Ronan, I'll be like, Oh, my God, look at him. He's ready to hang up. Everybody get their phones ready. Or we'll see you like move into a position. I'll be like, I've never seen anyone more angry in my life. And you may not actually be that way. But that's just the way I'm perceiving you in the moment. 
and we just like make conversation out of it. So it's super fun to like just get to talk about like what's happening in the stream with my friends. And then I listen to the stream and it makes me so productive. So when yeah. I'm not fully judging people, I'm blasting out like homework while listening to the stream. Is there a do, it, now when the calls are boring, does it make you more productive because you're paying less attention to the podcast and more attention to your to your work? Um, no, I don't really think it has an effect on it. But you just said it makes you super. Oh, you said the type of call doesn't have an effect on your productivity. Yeah. Now, Demu and Roman, you said are their names. Yeah. Have I spoken to them before? No, you haven't. I introduced you to them. And they also just told me that the chat is flaming me. So, you know, I'm feeling pretty Well, of course, I haven't looked at the chat. I mean, of course there are. But, it, you know, look, it doesn't matter. The chat is not God. No one is. No one gets to decide. I, I'm, I'm thinking about taking away the good call emote. Because I don't think anyone gets to decide what a good call is or what a bad call is. They're just calls, dude. It's just people talking on the phone. It's just a stream of a gecko man talking to people on the phone. There is no, it is it is not a place for qualitative judgments of any kinds, good or bad. Can I ask you a question? Of course. So I ask this question every time I meet someone, and it kind of like helps me form an opinion on them. But sure. um, and it's gonna seem very juvenile, but Scooby or Shaggy. I, uh, I'll answer this, but are you prepared to answer a follow-up question? Yeah. All wait, right, wait, 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 but Shag only if I like, you know what, yeah, just go with it. Sh I'm going to go with Shaggy. Okay, thank God. Oh, what, thank okay, God. Okay, all right, now, all right, this is my follow-up question. Why, uh, what information does this give you about a person in which you feel qualified to then make, form an opinion about them? Well... It, it started out, like, I used to ask this question when I would, like, meet a guy. Like, in the summer, if I would, like, meet a guy, I'd ask for their snap, and I'd be like, when I got it, I'd say Scooby or Shaggy, and if they said Scooby, I would just unadd them. That's how I filtered out who I liked and who I didn't. Oh, my if God. Said, <laughs> if they said Shaggy, I would give them my time. And, um... Then I started looking into it myself and I, and I thought, well, my ideal type of guy is like Shaggy, right? Best type of guy that there is. And you know what, Scooby, he just, he just like sits back and is like, you know, he just, he's unnecessary. He just is. How is your dating? Shaggy life? is God. You you said there's no God. No, that's that's not possible. You I said say, something about that. I say all kinds of things. How how is your dating life? How do you think? Shit, it's pretty bad. It's probably horrible. <laughs> well, yeah. But you know what? I do have high standards. And I don't care. You don't have high standards. You have you have standards that you, you don't, those uh, those are not those standards don't make any it doesn't make any sense. Well, I don't really like talking to people like like I'm not really like good at like I don't know I'm not good at talking to multiple people at once like I can if I'm like if I have like an alternate n no okay I can't I can't talk to somebody who I'm interested in 
and then like be like then go to talk to somebody else like I can only talk to one person at a time if I have the intent on like dating them or something I, I can't do more than one person so then if they say Scooby then I can get rid of them and find like it just makes that easier I guess this this is your litmus test M- my what this is your litmus test do you know what a litmus test is uh-uh. All right, you don't have to Google because I don't know how to explain it, but your litmus test is Shaggy, shaggy or, or Scooby. Got it. Um, I I think. Do you have you ever have you been to a real therapist before? <laughs> no. Just go to a real therapist. See what they have to say about this. Because I don't know how much of you are. I don't know if you're memeing right now. How much of you is memeing, or how much of you know this is who you actually are. But I, I think I think you should reevaluate parts of this because that does. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about your dating situation? I mean, I, I this is probably larger than that. But um, well, getting people has never really been a problem for me. It's more liking them is. I don't have a problem with my dating life, but. Maybe you, you I said earlier have one. that you did. No, I mean, no, I just don't. I just, okay, I just have been pretty. It's been pretty uneventful. I think what you well, what you need is someone who's a bigger asshole than you are. You need oh a challenge. God, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to find someone who's a bigger douche than you. That might be hard, though. I don't know if there is. I'm pretty bitchy. I don't know where does one go to find other people who are who are who are also kind of bitchy. Do you think I that would know. work? I, bitchy, uh, here, bitchy people. I you 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 need one of two people. You you. I think you're only. It's only gonna work for you with one of two kinds of people. Either someone who's a way worse than you, or like a or or the complete opposite. Just a very very meek. You know, weaker man, but you won't. Here's you wouldn't the, like that. I don't think no, I, 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 I would. I would. I think I would. But um, just someone who, like, you know, is going to take your shit. Yeah. Here's here's the thing: is I think I do know people who are more of a douchebag than I am, but they're all like straggits. Like I, I hate them. Like they, like they're all like the same type of they're person. All what? <laughs> like. Like the some guy who, like, probably played basketball or football in high school, wears only hoodies and sweatpants, listens to Kanye West and The Weeknd and nothing else, and has the most unoriginal personality. Yeah, you guys would be perfect for each other. No, <laughs> I want someone to have like some decent interest. What are you? What are your interests? I like music a lot. Okay. Yeah, I I play what the bass. Um. Music. Yeah. Well, I play bass, and then I really like movies, and I like I love to travel, but I haven't recently because of COVID. I go to Europe a lot because I have friends okay. and family there. Um. I like. Let me think. Okay, so you like travel, <laughs> music. 
What else? Hmm. I don't know. Me and my friends are really into photography. We have a whole account. Travel. Called, we have, um, everyone music, follow Grasshopper Twinks on Instagram. Please follow Grasshopper Twinks on Instagram, please. Um, yeah, I think that you should find a boring, douchey man. Mm-hmm. And then you two can have a toxic, beautiful relationship where you hate each other. But you but you'll like that because look, some people are wired su- in such that they enjoy they just revel in and enjoy drama and toxicity. And look, I I I'm over I have no I I people are wired in all sorts of crazy ways. You know, so who am I to, you know, you know, cast judgment upon someone else's uh, 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 wiring. But, you know, you just got to find someone else who who you can you can hate and they'll hate you. And they, but and you'll enjoy it because you you can revel in that toxicity and that will feed you. Can I tell you something? Good? You can tell me anything. I, I think I think I agree with you. Mm hmm. And mostly because last night when I was out with my friends, we uh, we all took those BDSM tests in a in a Home Depot bathroom. Sure. <laughs> I wish I was joking right now, but um, and like my results basically match with what you say. So, so I'm, it must I'm correct. Be true. Yeah. Uh, you're yeah, all like, except who you are. If you're a, uh, you can do one when you're if you don't like your if you don't like yourself. You have two paths. And I don't know if you don't like yourself. You might have completed one of these paths. You can either change yourself or you can accept yourself. Uh, you don't have any... but And you do whichever one of those is more appealing to you. And I think what's more appealing to you is to continue being this... You know, being... Well, you know, whatever you are. So, you know, look. Accept that you're kind of toxic. And you'll be happier. Yeah. Okay. You could. You could. I you think could, I can could, do that. Yeah, I think. I think yeah. you can too. Um. Well, listen, B. You know. Um. I appreciate you calling in. Um. I. I hope that. I hope that. Uh, you know. I hope that you now have have a greater uh, perspective. Uh, uh. For the callers on on this program, and I hope that it it informs your your judgments upon them uh, moving forward. And if it doesn't. Then that's fine too. Yeah, it probably won't. But fair enough. But you know what? I'll call in, and and the next time you accept me, I'll let you know if I've changed, sure if I've become a better person. Yeah, can't wait for it. I'll talk to you mm-hmm. soon. Be appreciate you. You have a merry uh, Hanukkah. Happy Gekmas. Therapy goes on.